Welcome to the Drone to 1K podcast, where we learn how successful drone entrepreneurs launch their businesses so you can too. And now, your host, David Young. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Drone to 1K podcast. I am your host and founder of Drone Launch Academy, David Young. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. This is season two, episode nine we are on now. Uh, if you haven't heard any of the previous episodes, uh, after you're done listening to this one, recommend setting aside some time, maybe even starting from the very beginning, season one, episode one, or maybe episode two, because episode one is just me telling you about the podcast, which essentially this podcast is an interview-based podcast where we dive into the businesses of successful drone business entrepreneurs, uh, people who are out there flying drones for money. So usually not people who have like a business that kind of involves drones or, um, you know, a lot of people are, oh, I've got this drone technology company. We're focusing on drone service providers. So people out there flying drones for money. Uh, We are capturing their stories and how they got started. So you can implement hopefully a lot of what you hear here, 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 that you hear on this podcast and implement it out there and make some money with your drone. Maybe start a business. Maybe you already have a business and you're looking for some tips on how to grow uh, or how to get some more clients or how to deliver the the right products, Um, we are hoping you pick all that up here on this podcast. So today we have Cody Reitlick of Midwest Aerial Productions, and pretty excited about this episode because Cody is actually doing this full-time, and he is making six figures doing it. So I always love people at this level, uh, and we have one next week too coming, uh, and they're actually at the same or even higher level of uh, income with their drones. So we have people on this podcast all the way from, you know, high school students making, you know, mid to low five figures. I mean, that's pretty good for high school if you ask me, but, you know, we have people on the, on the part-time end of it that are making, you know, in the thousands, and then we have people making the hundreds of thousands um, on this podcast. So it's really cool to get kind of a broad spectrum and see how each person has been able to do it. Uh, and what they've uh, what they've done to get there. So uh, really excited for you to dive into this today. Hope you get a lot out of it. Again, before we get started here, just a couple things I wanted to let you know. Um, some of you have been asking me about, hey, David, you mentioned that drone business course program a while back. You know, when are you guys going to have that? So I'm glad to announce, uh, and I actually haven't sent any emails out about this yet, but if you're a podcast listener, give you the little inside scoop. Um, we are going to be launching the first beta group for that program at the end of June. So I don't know when you're listening to this, but uh, I'm recording this in May 2020. So next month, June of 2020, uh, towards the middle to end of the month, we are going to be sending out some emails and uh, getting a beta group to go through that. So essentially what that is, is the test group of people to go through the program. Uh, They're going to get a big discount on it because the first uh, run through is going to be uh, not so produced, I guess, if you will. It'll be, you will actually be helping us kind of develop the program. So we have a, a blueprint and a framework we're going to take you through. And we've got some awesome instructors lined up. We actually have a lot of people from these podcast episodes, the, the some of the more successful ones, we have recruited them to help teach for this course too. Uh, in addition to uh, paid advertising experts, SEO experts, uh, we got CPAs and tax accountants for the, some of the business stuff. Um, we got a whole bunch of people that are going to be contributing and teaching to this in this course to make it awesome and make it to where you can go from zero dollars to at least a thousand dollars a month um, with this program. That's the goal. So we're only going to be accepting about probably a hundred people just because we want to keep it 
relatively small. Um, and essentially, we're going to teach the course, uh, and you will be able to give feedback and um, kind of give input into maybe other things you'd like to see in the course, other questions you have that we can address in the lessons. And then we're going to, you know, basically, once we do the initial teaching and all the calls, um, we're going to go back and um, re-edit the videos and recreate everything into this really nice course. Uh, but the people who get in at the very beginning are actually going to get more than 50% off, I guess, in exchange for kind of being our guinea pigs uh, to make sure everything works. So uh, we're very confident about it. Um, you know, people that are making, you know, 100,000 plus with their drones are going to be uh, helping teach this course. So uh, I'm really pumped about it. I think it's going to be great. Just wanted to let you know, be on the lookout for uh, an email at the end of June. If you're not on our email list, you can just go to dronelaunchacademy.com. Wait like two seconds, and at the very top, a little pop-up bar will come up and say, hey, jump on the email list. You can get on there, uh, and then you can get those email alerts from us when we release that course. All right, enough on that. I want to get to our interview with Cody today from Midwest Aerial Productions. I lied, though, real quick. Just a quick reminder, if you like this podcast, please leave us a review, screenshot it, send it to me, david at dronelaunchacademy.com, and I will send you a free t-shirt as a thank you. Okay, that's all I'm going to say on that to the interview with Cody. Take it away. All right, everybody, welcome to the Drone to 1K podcast. Today, we have Cody Retlick uh, on the podcast for Midwest Aerial Productions. Is that right? You got it. Otherwise known as uh, MAP. Awesome. Well, thanks for thanks for uh, coming on the podcast, uh, Cody. Why don't we start by you just telling us a little bit about yourself and how you got into drones? Yeah, man, for sure. I so I'm uh, originally born and raised in in Wisconsin. I actually ended up going to school um, for entrepreneurship and professional sales. I kind of knew that I always wanted to like run my own business. You know, it's just kind of the nature that I've always had as far as from when I've had jobs to take that leadership role and just to kind of you know have the freedom to be able to do kind of what you want and and you know have all that ownership on on myself. So. Um, did that, uh, ended up working in sales for like two years, but in school, there's actually a, a buddy of mine that developed software for drones and agricultural purposes. Cool. Um, so like through that, you know, I went through a lot of focus groups with them and kind of helped figure out what markets there were for this and whatnot. And this was, you know, this is probably now seven, eight years ago. Yeah, um, so you know, and, and that software you could actually develop, you could go out you know, map a farmer's field uh, and be able to figure out those crop deficient areas, what those nutrients needed to, to let those crops grow. And then obviously go back out and spray those infected areas um, with drones as well. Awesome. So naturally, you know, sold that company and kind of moved on from it and whatnot or transitioned into something else. So, um, you know, that's kind of where I got interested in drones back in college just started kind of looking into it a little bit more and figuring out hey you know these are going to be huge in the next 10 to, to 20 years right i mean at that time military has been using them forever but right. you know obviously we've kind of consumer level you know not too long so right yeah um worked in sales for two years and all of a sudden you know what I'm like i'm i'm done i i've sold three and a half million dollars for a company that i didn't enjoy working for so <laughs> i'm like i can do this on my own you know um what industry was that company was it like in the drone industry or it, was tech, else? it was technology no it was okay. it, literally it was printers and copiers and like software okay. and and marketing solutions yeah it was it was uh 
they called it a document imaging technology, but they were a copier company. <laughs> but hey, at least you got um, some experience it. in sales and marketing. Yeah. So that's always pretty valuable. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it was, it, I learned a lot from it, you know, especially on the sales side, you know, so being able to build relationships with people and not just sell, sell, sell like a lot of people do, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And then I, I actually grew up, I'm a big golfer. So I grew up 15 minutes from whistling straights. I don't know if you know that golf course or not. Um, ranked in the top five, uh, in the, in the United States, they're hosting awesome. the Ryder cup this year. So I went there, quit my job, went there to go caddy for, for the summer while I okay. tried to start my business, um, drove Uber and Lyft in the mornings and at nights to meet people and make more money while I was growing the business. So nice. I did that for a year, year and a half, um, really only drew, drove Uber and Lyft for about six, eight months. Um, and while I started the company, so I just kind of kept grinding away, um, and whatnot. And then, uh, yeah, kind of just kept taking off. No pun nice. intended. <laughs> <laughs> so when you, when did you first, uh, I guess like quit your job to do kind of caddy Uber Lyft while you're starting the drone business? Like what time frame was that? Yeah, that was, uh, May of 2017. Okay. I believe it was. Yeah. Almost yep. like May almost, I guess almost three years ago now. Yeah. Coming up on three years. I, I didn't officially like actually like start, start my business until 2018 um, awesome. and whatnot. But yeah. So, you know, March of this year will be officially two years of okay, you know, map cool. being an actual business. Nice. So yeah. you knew you had an interest in drones from, you know, helping your friend with, with his company. Um, I guess when you went to go, quit your job to do your own thing did you know i'm gonna start a drone business or you're just like i need to do something else and then you kind of found drones after that no so decided i, on I mean i i kind of knew you know from the get-go like hey i want to do something with drones there is a mm-hmm. huge market for it as an industry you don't see things like this pop up from an industry perspective that's going to be you know this great of an impact that's so new i mean right. that often right i mean it's it's very um, very seldom that it happened. So I, I knew that I wanted to do that. I, I bought my drone, you know, obviously a couple of years before I quit my job was flying jobs just here and there for people, you know, naturally mm-hmm. just properties and real estate okay. and things like that. So, so you were doing some of that even before you kind of officially started the full-time business then? Yeah. When I, on the day that I quit, my manager actually said, he's like, I knew this day was coming. He's like, but I just didn't think it was this soon. He's okay. like, so obviously, you know, you're making some money with it and you want to run with it, which you totally got. But um, yeah, I was doing some drone stuff before I actually had quit oh, gotcha. on my own and whatnot. So cool. I didn't, I didn't just go cold Turkey. And no, <laughs> that's a good way to do at least kind of some people. Right. 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 Kind of put one foot in the water at a time. Um, yeah. We'll go, let's, so we'll go back to that. Like when you, like when you first got a drone, like talk us through your first drone and your first like paying client for your drone service, even as like a side thing. Yeah, I mean, so the first drone I, I actually flew was the Phantom 2, the GoPro strapped to it and whatnot, mm-hmm. um, aside from, you know, some play play drones, you know, some mm-hmm. of the recreational ones that you just kind of fly inside the house and whatnot to get your bearings and, and whatnot. But I, right. I literally, that was the first one I bought, uh, Phantom 4 then kind of stepped up to that, you know, that was where we started to get more paying, paying stuff. Uh, first actual real estate or job was a real estate, you know, just a, a building for a real realtor or realtor in the area that ended up doing some work for, and then kind of stemmed from there. But 
yeah, I mean, I, so the first year it was just kind of, you know, picking up jobs in the area and around. And then, you know, I had some tragic stuff happen in my life with my family and whatnot that kind of mm-hmm. took, took me away from the business for, for probably six to eight months, um, kind of really evaluate life and everything and just what I wanted to do with it. So pivoted my company to not only just providing services in the area, but then working and collaborating with pilots all across the Midwest. Um, you know, hence the name, um, we started in the Midwest, but I won't, you know, really truly love the Midwest and the people in it and whatnot. So, you know, being able to help other drone pilots, start their business, offer advice, clients, things like that. So um, now we broker, you know, uh, the pilots all across the Midwest. Cool. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, so a lot of people that listen to this are, I mean, we kind of have a mix So certain, certain people are just even like thinking about starting a business. Some people just want side stuff. Some people are already doing it and they're kind of, maybe they want to do it full time, take it bigger. But when you got your first client, you know, you sounded like you picked up like a little real estate clients on the side, like, how did those people find you to even get you to do that? Were you like posting stuff on social media and people saw it or were you pretty active like in your area, like about talking to people and trying to get jobs? Like how did you even land that very first person? Like how did they hear about you? How did you get it? Yeah. I mean, honestly, I was all over the place naturally coming from the sales background. I was going to networking events. I was going to you know, different events around the city, just talking and, and cold calling realtors at that time too. Were I mean, you? People, yeah, absolutely. I mean, in the beginning you have, you know, you gotta get yourself out there. If you yeah. don't have any content or you don't have anything naturally, the best thing for you to do is if you don't have any clients, go, go shoot some stuff in your area, go find something that is cool or someone that you know has a, has a nice house or a nice property and, and use it as content. Say, Hey, obviously I can shoot this for you. I'll give you all the files, things like that, but I want to use it for my mark. Right. And then, you know, you can use that to kind of find more clients and whatnot, but you know what? I don't even remember like how the first client came about. I mean, I did the whole caddying and Uber and Lyft thing strictly to meet people okay. um, and to network with people, obviously make some money on the side, but sure. I did it from a networking aspect. I, you know, I could smart. make my own hours and meet people that are, you know, most of the time of influence of some sort or have connections. You never know, you know, yeah. what people or who people know and whatnot. So it's like just talking to everybody and anybody and just learning what they know or who they know or, you know, just an experience of a connection. You know, it's not even about, yep. for me, it wasn't about selling my services, it was about learning like about them. And, mm-hmm. and maybe how we could connect in the future, you know, not, yep. not about the now, but down the road. So um, funny, actually, I, so I actually announcing it today, but um, I don't, I know this isn't going to come out for uh, a little bit. So I, we actually just got accepted into an accelerator program, uh, a cool. nationally acceler- ranked accelerator program. And the lady that actually introduced me and told me that I should apply for this, this accelerator program, I met driving lift really? uh, one night yeah like two years ago uh and i was just you know starting at that time really so she kind of was like hey she was a capital investor and talking to her and she's like wow it's a really cool idea like you know here's my car let's keep connected well eight nine months ago i reached back out to her and i'm like hey you know we did this amount in sales last year and you know she was super impressed and She's like, wow, you know, what industries, all these different things, asking questions and told me I should apply for this. And 
uh, got accepted last week and in, into this Dude, program. Con- so we're, yeah. Congrats. Excited. That's awesome. Thanks, man. I, I appreciate it. It's been a lot of hard work to it. So I'm, I'm excited. Awesome. So what does that look like? The, the program, like, what is it going to entail for you? Yeah. So it's like a seven week intensive program, kind of, you know, them offering a lot of resources, investor swarms, um, you know, pitch nights, things like that, where we're, we're going to these events there, we're traveling around to, to meet different investors to kind of, you know, uh, show off the technology and the company behind, um, uh, or the technology behind our company, things like that. So, um, that we're developing. So it's, yeah, it's, it's a lot, but it's, uh, it's, it's good. I mean, I'm excited for the opportunities that, you know, can come from it and the yeah. possibilities. Yeah. I think that the, for people listening, I want to make sure that they're like absorbing how important, like what you're saying is about being always like looking for long-term relationships. Cause I think yeah. a problem a lot of people get is they think, cool, I've got my part one of seven license. Now I just want a bunch of jobs. Like where, you know, who can hire me to like, they, they kind of go for like, the small low hanging fruit, which is fine at first to like, obviously you got to do some of that stuff to like get that. But like for sure. people are, are a lot of people think with too short term of a mentality, you know what I mean? And you know, like even with my business, I've got a lot of stories like you're talking about, right? Like I've met someone two years ago and all of a sudden, Oh, they, you know, I'm doing something and someone else talked to them about it and then they reconnect with me and Oh, there's this yeah. really cool opportunity. And like, and you just, if you're just can like make it just a habit and practice of your life, like you, like you're caddying, and you're doing these things to like put yourself out there and make relationships with the right people. And it's just like, I've never, <laughs> I've never heard of that not being <laughs> for someone, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. So I just, if you're listening, be like, that's a really good thing to take away from like what you're saying is, is it's so important to do that. I've literally turned down jobs from people now that like, you know, Hey, this is a one-off job. You know, I want you to f- fly something for, you know, this amount of money, whatever it is, just because, you know, they're telling me like, Hey, this is never going to be another thing. Like, and, and it, you know, obviously not all the time, but there are certain right. times where it's like, um, you know, there's certain, you know, you got to weigh the, the benefits of doing certain jobs and, and with certain people too, because sometimes you never know, they could be, you know, the biggest headache that you have off of a <laughs> $200 yeah. job. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes but, you have to just like do it to know and then be like, cool, I'm not going to work with that client again. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I just sure. think, and like you're saying, and I think one other thing that stuck out to me that you said is like, I wasn't in there like looking to like work with them right then. You're just like, want to find out about them, what they're doing. Like if you can like ask some questions about themselves, you know, cause that's, that's how stuff like I, so one thing we've been doing on the side is like, so I run drone launch Academy full time, but we've, mm-hmm. like I started a little drone service business on the side, almost as a, as an experiment. And like, I didn't have much time. I was like, all right, I'm just going to like do what a normal person would do if they're starting a business from scratch, just to like use myself as a guinea pig. And like, yeah. um, you know, in doing it, I'm like, oh, I got busy with all of our other courses and all this other stuff. I didn't really have time to do marketing, but then I get an email like, Oh, Hey, some guy's got like, 15 commercial properties he needs like pictures of and a video of like, can you do that? I'm like, sweet. I've spent almost zero time on marketing and like, there's like a job for like over a grand. It was, I don't know how much I quoted them, but, um, but that was just from like being involved in stuff here in my community and just like people knowing about things, you know what I mean? So, um, like, yeah, I literally got to go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just gonna say, yeah, being involved in your community. Like you'd never know. Like I got a call the other day that didn't even say my name, nothing. Like I, I answered, you know, uh, 
and called my personal cell phone and, and they're like, Hey, the drone guy, what's up? <laughs> and that's just, you know, they're like, yeah. I, they heard you can fly in, you know, areas that I cannot. So yeah. how do I do that? <laughs> yeah. 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 No, that's awesome. And that's, I feel like that's where you have to like, especially in your world, right? I mean, you're, you're teaching people part 107, you know, being able to fly legally and, and smart and safe and in within the rules of, obviously the drone industry and the FAA and everything. So it's like, if you know that process and the, and the way to, to fly legally within those certain areas and parameters of the FAA's regulations, like exploit that. Like, you know, like people get scared of the fact like, Hey, I know what I'm within five miles of an airport. How do I do this? It's like, it is a process, right? I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, with remote ID and everything now it's, it's, it's up in the air as far as from what it's going to look like, but um, it it's something that you can charge more for, or they value more because right. you know the process, and they'll come to you for right. those certain jobs too. You know, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, totally. Well, that's all. Sorry, I didn't mean to get us on an aside there. I just wanted to be like, oh, hey no, guys, listen, this is important. Have those little gadgets. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so back, so you're you're building the business. You're, so you're doing kind of just like side things from people calling you up. Then, and I'm assuming we're like, we're most of those like real estate jobs, all those kind of like things in the beginning, like just taking pictures and video of real estate or what was that like? What kind of job? Yeah. I mean, honestly, it was kind of all over the place. It was, you know, some cinematography, some, some travel stuff, events, uh, obviously real estate. And then construction was huge for me for a while. You know, we obviously 3d mapping, you know, construction Mm. sites and creating some ortho mosaics for people and, um, and whatnot. So it's, it was kind of in the beginning. Yeah. It was all over the place dabbling into these different industries. You know, I have some thermal drones too, that cool. for roofing companies and, you know, finding leaks and inspections of, of roofs and, uh, and whatnot. So in the beginning, yeah, I was dabbling into all kinds of stuff. And, and I mean, I still am in, in a lot of ways. I don't sell a lot of those different services in that way right now because I'm really focused on, building that technology into our site now and everything so it's like mm-hmm. getting all the pilots um so it's transition but you gotta gotta put what's out there and see once it's around you too and figure out like okay there's a lot of people probably that have a mavic or something that are flying you know real estate jobs right yep and they're probably undercutting you or <laughs> devaluing your services if you're going after that real estate right. so that's where you go back to your point before like look for those brokers like go to those real estate brokers and actually like, like get them as a whole like their whole office rather than you know going to one realtor that may sell a home once a month or something like that and may not even need a drone on all of that stuff right because right. nowadays too like a lot of even the photographers and that are uh doing real estate interior stuff are snagging a drone and going up and flying a mavic and snapping some pictures you right, know right so yeah, that that gap's kind of i feel like you know, it's, it's always gonna be bit. there right yeah yeah but you know even go to the commercial side of things and um you know look for some people in your area that fly airplanes and want to <laughs> want a drone partner or something like yeah, that too, yeah, yeah. you know so yeah no, a lot that's different cool. uh so so like let's move forward so you quit your job um and you're, you're catting and doing lift and trying to build a business it sounded like you're getting into kind of more i guess you're moving into kind of other industries 
I want, I'm interested to hear about some of the construction work you've done. Cause it's kind of like, as we talk to people, it seems like there's a little bit of a hierarchy. People kind of start off with like real estate general kind of like promo advertising stuff for people, you know, like mm-hmm. videos and photos. And then a lot of people kind of tend to find uh, like a little bit more of a construction niche. Talk about, um, maybe give some examples of some construction projects you did. You mentioned kind of like ortho mosaics and 3D models and stuff. I'd be interested. And I think people would be interested to hear um, like what kind of, what are those clients like looking for and how are they using those products that you're, that you're giving them? Yeah. I mean, it first off started by like, Hey, let's do a time-lapse. You know, I'll go to that construction site once a week, once Mm -hmm. every other week and film, you know, some stuff of it and just put it, put together a highlight reel, right. Of a time-lapse video from groundbreaking till the end of this thing. And it'll really show it off. Right. Then it was like, all right, well then I'll stage a camera there, you know, for doing hyperlapses throughout the whole entire, you know, process being there Mm -hmm. every day. Um, and, and adding those type of things and, and being able to just figure out like how you can add value to them. And then naturally, once you show them, you know, a lot of construction sites nowadays at least are, are creating a 3D model of some sort, you know, whether it's through some software platform that their architects are, are providing them or something where they can get a visual image on what that property is going to look like from their renderings, right? Oh, so, like, so like the initial rendering, you're saying? The like initial, the proposed, yeah. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, of what it's going to look like, right? So then naturally, once it's all going on, you know, going there and being able to, you know, use, obviously there's programs out there, you know, like Pix4D and Drone Deploy and things like yep. that, that you can obviously use to, to kind of, create these autonomous flights and get these images and, and create these, these products for them that they really do. Once they see it, they see the value um, that it provides to them. Um, but yeah, I mean, it all started with just, again, people want to see marketing stuff. That's mm-hmm. what everybody loves market. Like they want to show off their projects. They want to show it off, but then when you can upsell them stuff, that's going to make them more efficient and more effective at, you know, the job sites and monitoring it and yeah. knowing exact, you know, plots of data and whatnot, they're obviously then even sold even more. Yeah. So it sounds like, so at first you're kind of, or part of it was like the marketing stuff, right? So there's, are they just using that for kind of showing off their projects on their website and like to their in- investors and stuff like that? Is that primarily their like end user of the, of the marketing pieces of like the time lapses and all that? Yeah, I mean, and then obviously even sales videos or sales, you know, stuff when they've got new clients of like, hey, people always want to know what's the process? How does it look like from beginning to end? So mm, we're creating yeah. these things of like, hey, this is what we do from from start showing them even obviously contracted with some, you know, production companies and now kind of uh, done one of my own with a couple partners too of like, hey, getting in that video that high-end quality video mixed in with the drone stuff mm. showing off that detail of the process they use a yeah. sales video too so yeah yeah, yeah. cool and then yeah. for the for like the, the 3d models and stuff are they who's using that is that more of like the is it like the project manager on the on the site or is it like the architects or do you know more of the details of how those end up being used for the projects that you've done 
Yeah, I mean, most of the stuff that I do gets in the hands of the PMs, the project managers. Um, you know, I know that they're using that primarily to look at different points in the, the spot, you know, because when they initially map out these jobs, um, you know, and have surveyors there on the ground doing these type of things. And now, obviously, you can do surveying with drones, right, as well, like, getting that to line up to where they are, you know, in construction, if they're, if they're a foot off or a couple inches off on where their land is, that's huge. So being able to kind of just use that data from these maps to kind of make sure that they're all on a uh, point, you know, that's, I don't know, that's something huge for them and just keeping that accuracy level throughout the process. Yeah. 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 That's cool. And I think that's, that's something a lot of people be interested in because a lot of people know about, oh, real estate, you go take real estate photos. But when it comes to things that tend to get a little bit more complicated, like construction and some of these other yeah. things, people don't know as much about what they're used for and some of the opportunities there. Um, for sure. For, how do you do, and I know pricing is different everywhere in the country, but like where you are, kind of yeah. in the Midwest, um, like what kind of pricing do you normally see? Let's say someone's going to hire you to do like a construction job, you know, mm -hmm. where you're going out and taking photos once a week of the project or something, how would you typically price that out? Yeah. I mean, uh, naturally every service I feel like is different, you know, across the board as far as from what you charge. Right. And obviously the value that you bring to them, right. Cause if you're bringing all these different pieces in or you're bringing in, you know, someone else that's doing ground video or things like that, you know, it's different. Right. But I pretty much stick around the range of, of a hundred to $200 an hour, depending mm -hmm. on, you know, obviously the job, but if we're breaking it down, uh, and it's, you know, just drone stuff, uh, whatnot, being able to, from start to finish, it's, it's, it's probably, it's right around that range of a hundred to $200 an hour. Gotcha. Um, and do you, you charge know. them hourly or do you just kind of calculate that in your head and then charge them a fixed price? Yeah. So I, if it's like just a flight where you like, just want like raw data, you know, and send that stuff back. Um, you know, then we'll just charge them like an hourly, like, Hey, it's just, I was here for this amount of time. Like this mm -hmm. is what the flight's going to be. Um, otherwise then I just kind of calculated that into my proposal of, um, you know, it's a, this is what the, the cost is on the total project. When we break it down from editing, planning, shooting, exporting motion, all these type of things that go into everything that whatever the job entails, yeah, that usually breaks out to about a hundred to two hundred dollars an hour. Gotcha, gotcha. Nice like little cost. Yeah. Um. So, and you kind of just keep that same metric for regardless of the project, like for the marketing, video, and photo stuff, all the way to like the kind of three D modeling and mapping, kind of like that. Or do you? Or yeah. you have different kind of systems for pricing this? Yeah, I mean, real estate we have like just specific pricing, usually based off of like square footage or. Um, you know, the size of the property, things like that, or you mm -hmm. know, how many photos or video or if it's aerial or interior, stuff like that. But then, um, so that's mostly just an actual package deal as just have the packages and then just send them. And then yeah. all the other stuff is usually the, off of that model, you know, being able to create just a per project yeah. quote for everything, but keeping in the back of my mind. And, you know, I show them metrics of like, Hey, across the industry, like this is, you know, you can get a one to two man show, you can get a five to 10, you can get all this different stuff in production and things like that. It usually averages about a hundred bucks an hour. So gotcha. um, quality wise, obviously you can be less or more than that, depending on where you are, right, experience right. and 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. For your real estate stuff, I'm interested. Like, what's your kind of like? What's the most popular package that people uh, choose to get when they get for, uh, real estate? Yeah. So going back to like the creating long term relationships with people, like I'm, I'm more or less focused on like, you know, builders and brokers for real estate. So like mm-hmm. those packages aren't necessarily applicable. So we're mm-hmm. actually like going off and like saying, hey you have a package of 10 to 20, you know, or we'll say, we'll say 10, we'll say 10 homes a month. Right. Mm-hmm. So they really, we put them on a monthly package of you pay That's us awesome. mm-hmm. per month, right. This, whatever it is. And we either give you 10 or, you know, perform 10 jobs for you where it's, it's usually just drone videography or photography and then, you know, kind of roll them into the next month or, uh, essentially just kind of bank them in so basically you're creating that reoccurring revenue yeah uh to say like you're always going to basically you know provide me with these jobs yeah so why not create this long-term relationship i'm going to you know obviously put my uh best foot forward of making sure that you get the best product all the time and and on time when you need it because in real estate naturally it's like hey i got a house today i need it tomorrow i need pictures i need to get this thing listed yeah so naturally it just provides that relationship too of you know it's like oh well this one realtor called me and i don't know who they are or i don't know if they pay on time or i don't know anything you know yeah but um, if you're the person who's just starting out and you've got nothing maybe that's a good call for you but if once you get a business like it's smart to start thinking like you're saying yeah yeah and yeah i mean absolutely you gotta you gotta get work where you can in the beginning to go to every realtor that you know and just ask them yeah. yeah. Have you taken drone pictures yep, or yep. video? Yeah. Um, so I'm curious because people are always like, oh, well, I, we get this question all the time. I don't know how to price my stuff. I don't know how to price my stuff. Yeah. Like, would you say an average uh, like market rate is in your area? So like, let's say you were going to sell someone a package of like 10 homes a month of drone video and drone photos. Like kind of like, how would you, how would you price that? I mean, either if your own personal experience or like, how would you think the market would be there where you are? Yeah. I mean, I back to like the whole hundred bucks an hour type thing. I mean, you think if you're there, I always relate it to, cause like the drone nerd to me, right. Battery life. Like how many batteries am I going to need to run through <laughs> yeah. while I'm there? So, um, you know, or how many we're going to need. So we put it back to that. It's like, all right, we got a 5,000 square foot home, nice big home obviously that's going to be a, a lot more time than also a 1200 square foot home. Uh, but it goes all back to like a hundred bucks, usually an hour kind of, kind of on that frame. So if you do 10, 10 homes a month, you know, probably right around hour to two hours per home on average. So mm-hmm. looking upwards of, you know, 1500 to 2000 a month yeah, uh, for cool. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Cool. Yeah. That sounds good. I mean, that sounds, that sounds pretty in line with like, we not, you know, I, when we get people on here, I try to kind of ask them similar questions. And typically it sounds about like what is acceptable. Like most people charge. I was just curious if you had any different experience where you were. Um, yeah. I mean, naturally if you're getting into the mansions and whatnot, you know, yeah, those they're making commit, they're making the same percentage off of if it's <laughs> right, right, right. If it's a they're small a big, little home or a big home, so you know their marketing needs to be beefed up a little bit. So right, actually, right. you can take the time to 
to beef it up for them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's cool. So you did, so we talked about real estate, talked about construction, are there any other kind of interesting industries that you've done jobs for that kind of aren't necessarily as typical or outside of the construction real estate world? Yeah. I mean, me personally, I've, I've been a little, uh, <laughs> obviously, uh, you know, going after some travel jobs because I love traveling and whatnot. Okay, so, cool. um, just went to Fiji two weeks ago for a job. What? Not, whoa, yeah. nice. What were you yeah, doing there? Was, uh, so I was working for a couple different companies, actually, uh, uh, actually, you know, someone on Instagram followed, you know, actually connected for this trip that this travel agency was putting out, um, and ended up, you know, doing some drone work. Uh, for them, as well as a golf course while I was there, and also another travel company. So ended up creating content for a couple different uh, accounts, and then also this golf course while I was there. So I got to golf this championship course, which, like <laughs> I said, I'm a, I'm a big time golfer. So oh, dude, that's me, awesome. You know, I uh, I go after those things whenever I'm going. I'm I'm doing a golf course in Cozumel in a month. Hopefully, if the travel ban is not, oh, geez, not yeah. in Mexico by then. So real quick, but, uh, I want to ask you. So are you like, hey, I'm, I'm going to go to this place anyways for this other job. Are you like, let me just see what golf courses are nearby. And I'm going to reach out to them and see if I can do yep. stuff for them. Absolutely. For What's sure. Your kind um, of, and, oh, go ahead. No, you can I was going to say, what's your, what's your, what's your, yeah. Like what's your, what's your pitch? You're like, Hey, I'm going to be there. I've done this for these other golf courses. Do you want me to do it for you? Like, is that, what, what's your spiel to them when you go to try to pitch these things? Yeah. I mean, it, it kind of, it depends on what it is, right? Because it's not just golf courses. Naturally that's who I, I go to. Sure. I, I know that's what you golf, like. Yeah. And it's like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, golf courses like the one in Fiji. Right. So I ended up just reaching out to them on Instagram one, because you know, you call someone, I love, I love talking on the phone. So, mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, you know, it's a lot easier for someone on Instagram or Facebook to just see your work right away. Yeah. yeah. They can scroll through your entire profile and see what you've done in the past or, you know, find your website from there. It's pretty, pretty nifty. So usually DM people on Instagram or Facebook and just say, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm planning a trip here this at this time. Uh, was wondering if you're interested in collaborating and, and talking more and not sure who I would talk to about that. Cause usually the person that's doing Instagram is either, you know, just their social media, but probably also involved in the marketing. So they know who to talk yeah. to if they're not the ones true, that they want to talk to. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like the Fiji one, I'm like, Hey, want to play your golf course? Love it. You know, I said the same thing that I said before, but would be interested in like trading some rounds for a couple, you know, some aerial photos and then, you know, doing some stuff, uh, some video work for some pay and whatnot. So naturally, you know, showed them my work and some pictures and they were all over it. So, uh, so your portfolio yeah. was a big, uh, played a big part in that then I'm assuming like them instantly being able to see like, you're good at what you're doing. I've done a lot. I've done a decent amount of golf courses where, you know, they, they saw it and I, I also just sent them directly like, Hey, here's you know five pictures of some golf courses that we've done in the past and, and some videos too so do you think if you had nothing like if you had no uh portfolio to send them or show them that that still would have worked out yeah i feel like it it, it definitely would make it tougher but yeah. maybe like sending them because i mean people do this in production all the time like storyboards you know and vision boards of like hey this is the look and the feel that we're kind of going for right it's like 
naturally you don't want to put someone else's work out there or something like that. Like, Hey, I'm going to do this. And you're not giving them that product. That's right. not going to look good on you, but, um, but you can say, say like, here's some examples of what we're like, I'm aiming to create for you. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Like, this no, is like the that. kind of vision that I'm going for. Right. And yeah. And go from there. Cool. And even if you have some work of some other things, like, Hey, I haven't just be honest. Like I haven't done any golf courses yet, but I want to, you know, and tell them right. like, so I've done some of these other things. You can see the quality of this. Let's just translate that into the golf course world right. or whatever you're looking at, you know, yeah. doing. Yeah. So that's cool. So I want to let you talk about too, like, it sounds like you got some cool stuff going on currently with the, you know, it's accelerator program that you're in. It sounds like you're expanding beyond just like you doing the drone work to kind of building out more of a company and sounds like some software around it. Like, why don't you tell us about that kind of stuff, like your vision of, what you're doing now and what you're, what you're building now. Yeah. And I, you know, obviously naturally I don't want to speak too much on it right now because we are in development stages but or, yeah, like, or, or whatever you'd like to share. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I know. Absolutely. And I, I, I think that it's important because on, on our end, you know, we've, we've pivoted for sure. You got to in companies, you got to pivot, you got to be able to figure out what, you know, you're passionate about and what is be able to ultimately help you to more long-term. So, you know, kind of after that, that first year we kind of went into discovering and just interacting with pilots and, and being able to look at what services are in most need around the Midwest and throughout, you know? Um, so we're building a technology on, on a, on a new website that basically, uh, you know, have profiles and, and whatnot of pilots to be able to help them, um, grow their businesses uh, but then also, you know, automatically book certain services and things like that through directly through them and, and whatnot too. So there's a lot involved with it. And, uh, sure. you know, I don't want to get into meat and potatoes yet, of it, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, obviously, you know, there are some companies out there that do similar things in some, mm -hmm. in some ways, but, um, kind of taking, you know, the best of some of those and, and taking out some of the worst because there are some stigmas <laughs> around some of those companies that nobody wants to, you know, work for them or, or not even work for them, but be on their platform or get certain things from them because um, they don't put the pilots first. And, and yeah, that's what right, I want right. to do. I, I really want to put the pilots first and be able to, to show them that like, Hey, you, you're starting out your experience, whatever it is, like, everybody still needs work and everybody still is like, I'm down to collaborate and, and, and be able to help, help you grow. And, and yeah, nice. get to your goals in life, whatever it is. So are you, are you primarily focused on that right now? Or are you still kind of taking drone jobs yourself? Uh, yeah, I'm primarily focused now since as accelerator program literally starts today, <laughs> as oh. <laughs> we're, we're talking, uh, going there later this afternoon for the kickoff event. So, oh, cool. um, yeah, primarily going to be focused on that for the next, you know, seven to eight weeks. Yep. We've been building the technology for a while now, a few months for sure, uh, yeah. in development stages, but, um, throughout design and everything. It's been almost over a year. So yeah, uh, I've focused on both of them, but you know, those travel jobs, that's where I kind of now have it's kind of like to take yeah. my jobs. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Ways, but I'm also working. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Um, well, we're, we're getting close to the end of time, but before I wanted to like rewind real quick, because one thing I try to hit on all these is, you know, everybody always wants to know like 
how much can I expect to make about this or that? So I like to give them a benchmark um, from other people. Cause some people, they like to do it full time. Some people it's just like a side gig, but like yeah. when you were doing it full time, uh, like when you're focused on your drone, like service business full time, yeah. kind of what would be like, maybe like a low month for you revenue wise. And maybe it was like, what was like a really good month for you revenue wise for like when you were kind of in the middle of focusing on the drone service stuff. Yeah. So like, you know, last year, I guess technically was the first full year that I was like all in. Right. I mean, Uh because in in 2018, like I said, that had some tragedy that I, I, the business was there, but I mean, I made peanuts with it, you know, because I was, I was focused on, on family and everything. And, so last year, full, you know, full year, uh, focused on doing drone jobs, but then also developing this platform uh, mm-hmm. and whatnot that we're moving forward with. You know, I did over, I did six figures in sales last year. That's um, awesome. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a great year for sure of being our first full year. Yeah. Actually focused on it. Um, yeah. But you know, it's going back to that reoccurring revenue streams of like making sh- those long term relationships with people. Naturally, you got to get out there and and grind it out at these ones and twosies too. But, you know, finding those people that want to be a part of your company, as well as you helping them, you know, grow their company with what you can offer. Then you don't have, you know, you can, you can set your, your, your seal or your floor at like, Hey, I am making a minimum of five grand a month. And, you know, you don't have to necessarily freak out about, selling all the time or who's going to reach out or yeah what job's coming next you know so to ease people into it i always you know obviously tell them you know look for that type of stuff and be able to build those relationships with people and look at it differently not of like hey oh my god i got a job yes awesome like hey how many of these start asking those questions like how many of these do you do a month like are you spending money in other marketing areas that's like you know, wasted money in certain, like some, so many people subscribe to like these platforms or, you know, marketing, you know, even like Google in a lot of ways, you got to do it. But in some cases they're, they're blowing money out the door when they can be spending it in different areas. Yeah. true. Um, So looking at them, like, you know, how can we save you money and, you know, help you as well. So it's 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 a different process, just asking questions and, yeah finding pain points for people you know yeah yeah i love it um well thank you. i don't want to take any more of your time i know you got a busy busy day eddie so oh, i appreciate it i appreciate um, you having me on man yeah but before we go like where can people uh find out more about you on like instagram facebook your website like what's the best way to for people to see more of you yeah i mean uh, instagram facebook just midwest aerial productions um the same yeah yeah pretty much all the same i mean you type it in it'll it'll pop up you know midwest aerial pro that'll 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 figure or find you your way there too so okay um, cool the website is you know midwest aerial production so kind of keep it consistent but that's good you know shoot me shoot me a message or you know phone call whatever i'm i'm always down to collaborate and my mom always said it's not what you do or who you know but what you do for who you know so I, oh, I love I like uh, that. love I like collaborating, that. right? It's, it's <laughs> yeah, a little, man. little nugget to go home with. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. Um, cool, man. Well, I appreciate your time, and uh, we'll we'll post up all. Your, we'll find your social media and link it up in uh, in the notes to the podcast. So, just we appreciate you coming on, and uh, yeah, thanks for chatting. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me again. I appreciate it.
All right, everyone. Hope you enjoyed that podcast with Cody Reitlick of uh, Midwest Aerial Productions. Super great convo I had with him. I'm always inspired every time I do these interviews. Like always, I'm pretty sure I say that every time, but I really do mean it. Every time I get off these calls, I'm like, oh man, that was good. So much good insight out of that. And I've actually gone over them again. I've re-listened to them and I even printed out transcripts of all these podcasts to um, kind of distill some knowledge and um, kind of get an idea of um, you know, the trends that are across all different types of drone businesses that are successful. Uh, we can pull those out, hopefully, and um, package them to allow you to be successful. So um, we're excited about that and some of the upcoming courses we have. If you do want to check out our courses, uh, we've got discounts on every course for podcast listeners. If you just go to dronelaunchacademy.com slash D1K discounts, uh, that should get you to a, uh, a discount page. Or you can just go to the show notes um, to this, and there will be a, a link for a discount for every course that we have. And if you have a successful drone business or you know someone with a successful drone with a successful drone business, please uh, apply to be on the podcast. We'd really love to hear from you. We'd really love to get your insight. I know everybody else in the community would love to hear from you too. So if you want to be on the podcast, uh, you can head over to the show notes. Uh, just go on our, our uh, webpage, uh, dronelaunchacademy.com, and you can go to the blog. Or if you are in you know Apple iTunes or anything like that or podcast, you can... Uh, find it there, but there's a link to the Drone to 1K uh, business owner application and uh, apply to be on the podcast there. We already got a couple interviews set up for season three already, so we're recording for that. Would love to have you on. So, all right, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. Really appreciate you guys. Appreciate all the reviews, all the emails I get. Um, Love to hear from you. Love to to know that you're getting a lot out of this and that you're enjoying it. So, take care. Much love.